Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter, where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, on iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. Without ado, let's get into the show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast. I'm really excited about today's guest, um, Ali Abbasi. He's the founder of AI for Work um, and Work Smarter, uh, which we all need to do these days. And um, he's going to talk to us all about artificial intelligence, not only ChatGPT, but this burgeoning field of prompt engineering, which is really interesting because um, if you can get the prompts correctly, you can you can hack your business growth uh be more productive. So I'm really happy to have him on the show. Ali, welcome. Awesome. Thank you so much, uh, Dr. Christopher Lou. I appreciate you uh, having me on the show and having uh, an opportunity to speak to you and your audience about uh, prompt engineering, AI, and how they can grow their businesses. Yeah. Yeah. All my friends call me Chris, so uh, I don't I don't really subscribe to the doctor titles. Tell people about your story, your background, and how you got started. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so my background has always been in sales and marketing. Uh, I was working at IBM in their Watson division, selling uh, customer engagement solutions um, to some of the largest companies here in Canada. And um, just over a period of time, uh, when ChatGPT came out, I, I became obsessed um, <laughs> with uh, with this uh, uh, this generative AI thing. And um, what was one of my biggest frustrations was uh, using the tool and uh, getting just really subpar results from it. Uh, I knew that there was promise here, um, right? Like we had an oracle of a machine that you can ask any question and you would get um, uh, great answers. But when it came to actually creating content, I found that it was um, it was lacking, right? And everybody uh, who was reading <laughs> one's content, was, it was so clear that it was written by ChatGPT. Um, so I started diving into uh, prompt engineering and I found ways around that. Um, and how to just get professional level quality content uh, out of it for every field, uh, including the medical field, including um, psychologists, lawyers, um, um, and uh, in my space, marketers. Um, so yeah, that's the business that I ended up starting was a, a resource hub for um, for individuals to be able to leverage ChatGPT and actually get uh, really good results out of it. Um, and it's been great. Like uh, we've launched about 45 days ago. We have about 13,000 members uh, who have joined uh, and it's just growing organically uh, with no marketing, uh, a lot of word of mouth. Uh, and I've been able to meet so many interesting people through this process. Yeah, I love that. So kind of tell people prompt, prompt engineering because, um, you know, a lot of people don't understand what it is. And, and a lot of people have heard of ChatGPT, but they're not really you know, they're not. So kind of expand upon what prompt engineering is. 
Yeah, for sure. Okay, so prompt engineering is uh, the process of asking uh, a computer to provide you with what it, what you want. Um, however, uh, there are differences in what you get based on how you ask. Um, so, uh, I, I'm a father. I have a, a 15 month old son, uh, and I find that uh, prompt engineering is very similar to parenting. Uh, I could ask him to <laughs> right. I could ask him to eat his food uh, very directly, and uh, he reacts a certain way. Or I can say. Uh, eat your food with a spoon uh, like this, and uh, he does it in a very different way. So, like, um, I think prompt engineering uh, is the instructions you provide uh, a machine uh, to give you the results that you're looking for. Yeah. At this given moment, um, the field of prompt engineering is is uh, is growing quickly and it's quite exciting. Um, however, uh, these new systems that we have, so ChatGPT, has made it really easy for individuals to be able to get what they want without having to be too advanced. Uh, however, there are many tricks uh, that I'd be happy to share um, for users to get the best results that they can. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, kind of, um, kind of uh, tell. Uh, you, you mentioned some uh, tips and tricks. What are those tips and tricks? Yeah. So, uh, one thing that uh, really changes the way that I uh, use ChatGPT. Uh, when I realized that I wasn't getting the results that I wanted, I had to think philosophically about it. Like, why? What? Why is it that I'm asking for something and I'm getting such subpar results? Uh, and what I realized was that if I had a physical assistant, if I had an assistant that was actually helping me write marketing copy uh, or content, I would never really accept the first draft. Um, but when it comes to ChatGPT, we're out here accepting everything that it shoots at us. Uh, without asking for revisions over and over again. So what I developed was a framework that asks ChatGPT to evaluate its own work, uh, usually from different points of view, and then to revise its own work. Uh, and after you do that multiple times, you end up with an incredible result. W what ended up changing uh, was the fact that I asked it to evaluate its work, um, to revise it, and provide me a better version. And just through that process, I was able to figure out how to get uh, professional quality content uh, out of it. Really fascinating. Um, the other question is so this question. Uh, I, I'm always I love these ideas of growth hacks, um, especially you know with social media with Google search. Um, so kind of talk about growth hacks using AI. Yeah, great question. Okay, so there's so many different ones, and I think it's uh, uh, it would be necessary <laughs> to have a better understanding of the situation to really provide it. But um, using AI is it's the greatest leverage opportunity that businesses have at this moment. Um, so a simple growth hack, it depends on how, how you want it, right? Like if, you're, if your idea is to grow from a marketing standpoint and get as much reach, there's ways to do that. Um, just through scraping uh, information online using ChatGPT with a plugin. Um, or if, you're, if your next stage is, I want to grow my profitability, there's ways to reduce the amount of uh, uh, team members uh, that you have. Um, but I think what... Uh, if we want to just have like a pure growth hack, I think the, the simplest thing is that every employee on your team can have an expert advisor uh, with them at this point. Um, so you could just make less mistakes. Th that would be the, the clearest use case for a growth hack um, with business today. Uh, each yeah. employee, whether they're a VA um, or a professional, um, can now operate uh, as an expert in the field with the help of ChatGPT. Yeah, it's amazing because uh, I, I use ChatGPT and um, like, for example, last year, you know, I spent, you know, tens of thousands on um, editors and, uh, you know, all these social media manager. And now with ChatGPT, like 20 bucks a month, I did. Um, and it's actually 
6x my output so you know well, content you know just and it's it's just amazing you know everything is going to uh, basically the cost of high computing powers all going to very to zero so it's very efficient and um, you know it's scalable and you can do a lot more with a lot less so yeah absolutely um i think the like you said i think it's the cost of information of getting information has gone down um so rapidly uh, and I think what's in the pipeline right now, what's coming in the future, um, is it, going to shock a lot of people um, because one, we're going to just start to see, we're going to start seeing a lot of like fundamental changes in society of how we work, um, the types of work that we do. Um, what most people don't see right now uh, under the hood is that um, a lot of startups right now are working on these things called AI agents. Uh, are you familiar with the concept? Uh, I've heard of it. Uh, I'm not sure if it's the same thing as bots, but uh, I'm I'm always interested. No, in you're spot it. on. So. You're spot on. So think about it as a bot, but as a digital employee. So rather than um, so the software that the startups are building right now, and there's quite a few different organizations at the very early stages of getting this done right now. Um, they're creating digital employees. And what they're doing is they're creating multiple different chat GPT uh, instances working against each other to make the best decision. Um, so they basically create a brain. Uh, they connect it to all of your data. Um, so imagine you have an HR manager that's a digital employee, and you say, hey, I need you to onboard this new employee. It makes a decision of what the best process would be to do it. And then it's connected to all of your applications, and then it starts doing, here's your new Slack account, here's your new email. Uh, we're going to send you an onboarding form. You're going to have to fill out these forms. And it takes care of all these different tasks. It accepts those tasks. And it does this all autonomously by just thinking through the process on its own. And over a period of time, it gets better and better and better um, to a point where you might not need a full-time HR manager. Um, and this is happening in every single role, in every single industry. Um, and I think the impact is going to be quite – it's going to be a big impact on, on how we work and um, the types of work that we as humans do. Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting because you're going to go from managing people to managing AI bots. And um, it's what's interesting is I've been playing around with these um, avatars in the metaverse and these avatars nice. can actually, um, you can actually stake them in these protocols and they can actually, basically the avatars will generate a yield like, you know, 5%, 10%, whatever. And it's almost like, <laughs> having an employee but you know a digital employee in in the metaverse and it's like making money for you so it's, it's totally um, yeah no you're spot on i think it's exactly <laughs> like that um I, I think one of the interesting areas from uh from a business perspective is in the sales sector i think in the future instead of hiring an individual sales rep um, you'll deploy a thousand ai agents uh, that will do your cold calling your emailing and booking your appointments um <laughs> Uh, so yeah yeah it's it's fascinating and um it's always i'm always interested in how do you remove yourself from the equation and just kind of like you basically free up your time one thing is uh this talking about uh, we talked about growth hacks peak product and then we talked you know these chatbots you know employees leveraging ai but um how can ai be used in marketing uh that's that's quite interesting as well yeah great question well, one, you have an expert marketer next to you at all times. That's that's number one. Uh, number two, um, the ability to ask it for content um, in a meaningful way is by asking it to produce content for you, by letting it know your customer persona uh, and your goals. Uh, you end up with a really good result. But you could also ask it to start to uh, provide you 
um, context in the style of. So like there's, there's some really great books like Breakthrough Advertising. You can say using the fundamentals of Breakthrough Advertising, uh, create me an ad campaign. Um, now it won't be perfect on the first run, um, but you'll end up with a first draft that's significantly better than somebody who is doing it with very little experience. Um, so I think that anybody who isn't a professional copywriter, isn't a professional marketer, now has the ability to create really fantastic campaigns with way less effort. Um, so from a marketing standpoint, uh, ChatGPT can be used for all sorts of different things um, when it comes to creating content, but then also from the sense of figuring out how to improve your business from a marketing standpoint. You could take all of your reviews uh, that you have for your business, uh, for example, all of your My Google um, business reviews, and put them into ChatGPT and simply ask, what are the things that my customers want that they don't currently get? How could, what are the things I should improve and please prioritize them from most important to least important. And you'll end up with uh, with a playbook of exactly how you should fix your business to get better customer experiences. The other question I have is, uh, well, there's these two camps. One is saying that AI is going to um, basically make everybody, force everybody to move from jobs to creating jobs. And then there's this camp we're saying that, oh, AI is not going to replace your job, but it's actually going to create more jobs and people are people that learn how to use AI are going to be the ones that have that skill. So what, what are your thoughts on this idea of job disruption? Yeah, I think it's really hard to predict the next, the next five years. Uh, but from what I've seen, um, the folks that say that AI isn't going to take your job, I think every week that changes. Uh, and the reason <laughs> I say that is... Um, for example, the CEO of GitHub said that AI will not replace software engineers. <laughs> sure, it definitely won't replace all software engineers, um, but the number of software engineers required to finish a project will go down. Um, but I think when I think about it from a, philo a philosophical standpoint, AI will 100% take our jobs. Um, no question <laughs> about it. Um, and the, the scary thing is that is it's not what we expected. We expected that AI would initially come and take the low-level um, mundane tasks out of the way. Uh, but it's actually doing the opposite. It's going for the, the high skill set um, tasks. Um, and it's, uh, it's helped. Well, uh, I don't think it's going to take uh, a doctor's job at any point. But um, I think it's going to support the doctor's job uh, to be able to take on more patients, uh, to provide better quality work. Um, but for the mass, for the majority of folks, I do believe that AI uh, with the help of AI agents, uh, we'll be able to replace a significant portion of our workforce sooner than later. <laughs> it's so uh, it's so fascinating because um, it's uh, it's come almost like the Amazon effect because Amazon basically you know slowly moves into adjacent industries and that uh, de definitely will cause a lot of disruption. Whether it takes your job or not, it's going to change the way we work and the way we communicate and that sort of thing. So. Um, and it's almost like, you know, the internet, the early days, if you didn't have a website, you know, e-commerce, you know, if you didn't have a website, you're disadvantaged. And now it's like, if you don't know how to use social media or, um, you know, these technologies, AI, you're going to be at a disadvantage. So, and then ultimately it's the create the creative ones that learn how to use the technology creatively. So, you know, Uber, Lyft, DoorDash, uh, Airbnb, these kind of, um, uh, apps that kind of leverage the technology for new things, new use case, you know, so it's really interesting. So I think the, the point of view when the folks say that um, there's going to be more jobs in the future, 
uh, with AI. Uh, what they're thinking about is historically uh, through the industrial revolution, everybody thought that, okay, we're going to automate so many of these little, these processes that we're going to not need to work as much, which didn't end up happening. What ended up happening was the cost of uh, goods started to go down. We were able to buy more. And as a result, uh, there was more work. Um, but what is different about this opportunity versus all prior ones is uh, the amplification. Like I said, you're not deploying one AI agent. You're going to deploy a thousand AI agents, and it's just compute power. Um, yeah. And like when I can't fathom how um, over a ten year span of time, uh, how industry by industry, it's going to start taking large chunks uh, of labor out. Um, and I don't think that the we're currently prepared uh, as a society to retrain individuals. Um, for example, if trucking, which is a huge employ employer um, as a sector, uh, is taken out or reduced significantly through AI or self-driving vehicles, um, we don't have the mechanisms today to retrain uh, 200,000 people into a new field um, because the demand for work is just not there at the moment. And if that happens in customer service, uh, in low-level sales, um, we're going to see we're going to see some real big problems in society that we're going to have to figure out as a uh, as humans yeah. that we're going to need to solve this. Yeah, yeah, it's um, that brings in the question this idea of universal basic income and um, yeah, and then also brings into this uh, this question just like uh, Elon Musk he was um, quoted as saying you know AI is one of the biggest um, threats to civilization climate change you know we're not prepared for climate change uh we're not we're definitely not prepared for ai um so you know all these things is going to just hit us by a storm and you know if you're prepared you you can actually adjust and and adapt but if you if you're just kind of stuck to the old ways you're gonna really struggle you know um it's just like basically when the industrial age came and you had farmers and they didn't learn to use like tractors and you know, they're still farming the land that they were, they were so Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So we totally got off topic. If we go back to the, the topic <laughs> of how, how an individual can leverage AI today, I think step one is really just start using ChatGPT and start thinking AI first. Before you complete a task, think about how AI can help you uh, at the very beginning of that task and give it an attempt. Um, the tool AI for work that I, that I created is completely free for anybody to use. And they simply just pick what their career is, what their job is, and they'll be able to find multiple different use cases. And it's as easy as copy and paste um, that yeah. anybody with any skill level will be able to do it and be able to get fantastic results out of it. Um, yeah. So really fascinating. Again, like I said, I'm always interested in um, these. Uh, and I know that actually I predict, you know, if you if people actually become very skilled at prompt engineering, it can be actually, you can actually become a prompt engineering consultant. You know, you can... Can, I'm sure it's a six-figure salary type of um, you know occupation. So, um, how can how can people contact you, follow you, check out your work, uh, reach out to you, etc.? Yeah, I think that to start, I think they should just go to AI for, and I say that in a way that it's self-serving for them, um, that they'll find ways to leverage AI um, using this service. Um, like I said, it's completely free. It's super easy to use, um, and my links are all in there from the contact page to um, uh, my LinkedIn and so on. And they, I'm happy to uh, chat with anybody regarding AI or prompt engineering and the skill sets that they can uh, to gain. But yeah, AIforwork.co. Uh, I think uh, most users will find that useful. Uh, at the moment, the feedback that I'm getting is users are saying that it's saving them more than an hour a day uh, and helping them finish their work much faster. Yeah, 
Yeah, awesome. And for all the audience out there listening, Ali, for coming onto the show, really fascinating, engaging discussion about AI, ChatGPT, future of marketing, work, prompt engineering. Uh, he's on LinkedIn, so check him out there. And uh, with that, thanks so much for coming onto the podcast. Thanks so much, Chris. Take care. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. you are listening if you like it be sure to like comment share subscribe we're on everywhere spotify itunes google amazon audible and without much ado be sure to thank this show's sponsors and we'll see you next week